This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. What is your favorite Thanksgiving side? What is the best Thanksgiving side on the table? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Gobble, gobble. What is the most best, your favorite, however you want to say it, Thanksgiving side? 651-641-1071. Why ask? Thank you. Thank oh, you. it's so good to hear them turkeys again. <laughs> hey, turkeys. Like Beavis and Butthead in there, too? No. Sounded like... <laughs> anyway, why are we asking? Thank you for asking, Bradley. Uh, the reason we're asking is because uh, a survey yielded the most popular sides in every state. Oh, okay. And this is, again, one of those surveys that showed up on Zipia.com, which is a career and jobs website that apparently specializes in analyzing public data sets. Anyway, they specialize uh, in um, Thanksgiving sides. Well, mm, I don't know, but I will say I don't think Minnesota has. Bradley Trainer, you, my friend, Mm -hmm. have complained about one thing in particular of late Mm -hmm. a food item Mm -hmm. that people get real excited about. And Minnesota named that food item their favorite Thanksgiving side. Uh, Do you know what it is? Um, what do you? Did what? you look? Do you know? Okay, this is not real, correct? Allegedly, it is according oh, no. to Zipia.com. Charcuterie tray. Yes, that is not a side dish, you fools. Uh, also, it doesn't exist. Uh, number two. <laughs> Emphasis on the number two. You're telling me that the most popular Thanksgiving side dish in the state of Minnesota Mm -hmm. is charcuterie? Mm -hmm. Do better. Allegedly, um, we also have some other friends who are into the charcuterie. Um, I don't think they're friends, actually. Well, I know. I'm just saying, apparently, uh, our friends down in Missouri... Love a charcuterie tray as no, well. They don't. No, they don't. They According don't even know to the what a charcuterie map, is. According to the map. You mean they just like Ritz crackers and bologna rolled up? Thank you. First of all, there's two things. One, this is a hot mess of lies because never have I been to a uh, Minnesota Thanksgiving where I was served a charcuterie tray as a side dish. No, because you Number, don't need meat before a, the meat. That's not a thing. Also, then I have a beef with charcuterie trays. I don't uh, exactly, which we don't need to, to work out here. But let's just focus on the Thanksgiving thing. I do not buy for a second that Minnesota's favorite side dish. If you walked out onto the street and asked 
the average Minnesotan. Now, that could be everywhere because there's a lot of streets. I doubt you are ever going to hear the words charcuterie tray. Like, literally, you will not hear those words at all. Mm -mm. I would almost bet money on it. I don't disagree with you. So I find it very difficult to believe that the entire state of Minnesota... Can I ask a a follow-up question? I believe, like, this is one of those things where they did a simple, like, Google trend search... To see, like, what are Minnesotans searching for during the Thanksgiving holiday when it comes to recipes? And whatever the the most popular search term was, that's what they're considering a Thanksgiving side. Okay, but then I want to argue about something else, and it goes like this. If you are googling the recipe for a charcuterie tray, we have a bigger problem. No, that's like a thing. But you don't look for a recipe. You look for like tips on how to balance your charcuterie. Okay, so here's the second part of my beef, which I said we don't need to focus on. But since you took us there, charcuterie tray is a real thing. I'm not saying it's not. I'm saying what most people call a charcuterie tray is just meat and crackers Mm -hmm. on a a board. And they got real fancy because we all had a lot of time on our hands over the last couple of years. And they're like... Well, I have nothing better to do. I'm going to figure out how to make flowers out of this cotto salami. That's fine. <laughs> make like, your cotto salami flowers. It's still a meat and cheese tray, honey. And you're from Minnesota. We don't call it a charcuterie. Like an actual charcuterie board is like a real fancy thing. And we don't do fancy things in Minnesota. No, Lunchables are our charcuterie boards. Yeah. Oh, by the way, and I was actually clued into this wonderful charcuterie maker here in the state of Minnesota who actually creates the legitimate thing. Mm-hmm. And um, somebody was like, see, they make them. And I'm like, I know they're a real thing. Yeah. I'm just saying the average Minnesotan right. is just making a meat and cheese tray. Just and, slapping some meat and cheeses on And as someone who loves something. a good meat and cheese platter, I'm here for it. But not on Thanksgiving. Oh, man. Give me some of those club crackers and a piece of salami. Yeah, we're in. Uh, but again, it's also, a lunchable. Wisconsin's yep. favorite side dish for Thanksgiving is a baked potato. What? Who's baking potatoes on? Who eats baked potatoes on Thanksgiving? Right? Oh, I'm watching my figure. I'm going to have a baked potato. <laughs> I mean, it's is the whole of Wisconsin watching their figure? I, I mean, having come from that state in many ways, no. But who? Do have you ever had a baked potato on Thanksgiving? No, 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 no. That is not. Also, Idaho you can't bake potatoes. Drunk. You can't bake potatoes for a group. That's oh, sure. not. Uh, that's not. That's why we make mashed potatoes. Yeah. Bradley, what now? Idaho is drunk because their favorite side dish for Thanksgiving is allegedly a side salad. Yeah, that's B to the S. Nobody goes, Sorry. Mom, you know what I really want for Thanksgiving? Mm. A side salad. Okay, yeah, every time no I've tried to make a salad, like a nice fall autumnal salad, <laughs> doesn't get with touched. Like roasted squash, maybe some pomegranate Nobody shaved Brussels sprouts. Nobody eats that thing. Nobody wants it. Now, New York is doing it right. What is theirs? Sweet potatoes with marshmallows. Okay, yes. congratulations. Mm-hmm. Good Thank for them. Thank you for showing up. Uh, green beans in Iowa. God, what happened to green bean casserole? Nobody said green bean casserole. This is all lies. We should get to the phones. Yeah, oh, I feel I'm like sorry. we should do. We have phone calls. We actually do. Okay, good. Uh, let's go to the phones. Hi, Chaz. Chaz, is your favorite uh, side dish on Thanksgiving the charcuterie tray? Absolutely not. Who does that? <laughs> Thank but you. I have to gush a little bit. So my fiance, who he doesn't really cook as that much, but he's learning. 
he had this great idea that instead of, you know, buying cranberries, he was going to make cranberries, like from the actual original cranberry. Yeah. Where you actually oh, okay. have to boil the cranberries. Yeah. yeah. I didn't realize they pop. Yeah. I, did you know this? No. Yeah, I make my cranberries from scratch every year. And but he he mixed it with like you know some kind of citrus thing yeah. and it was like an orange cranberry. It was, it was the most amazing dish. It was far beyond my favorite thing oh. that whole meal, and it's probably still my favorite side dish ever. And now yes. you have a family favorite. Congrats to your partner. I I fully agree. You tell your fiance great work, and that you've done a public service because I do think the whole world needs to know that. When you make them homemade, they really are better than the ones that just slip right out of the can. I like a big slice of that gelatinous tube. (laughs) Thanks, Jazz. Have you ever had like the actual boiled cranberries with? I mean, I've never made it, but I've. Oh, they're so good! I'm not saying there isn't a place for the can. I just don't got. You know, ain't nobody got time for that. Uh, Let's go to Sarah. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Sarah. uh, What's your favorite Thanksgiving side dish? Hi, yeah. So um, we love green bean casserole, but it is not the one from the back of the can. <gasps> I do everything from scratch. I don't use any can, you know, cream of chicken Look or cream you. of mushroom. I do. Do you cream your own mushrooms? Beans. Yes, actual <laughs> mushrooms, actual cream. But I do do the French's French fried onions because you really can't beat that. Good. That's I was going to say, true. if you're not going to have some element of the classic, you know, then I. I uh, I'm gonna have to move along, but that you know, as long as you got them French fried mm-hmm. onions on top, I'm I'm here for it. it sounds- oh yes, always for sure. And then the New York Times cranberry curd pie, more of a dessert, but we all I, I've always been doing that the past few years. Cranberry too. curd, yeah, pie. I want, I need to look that up. Oh, it's fantastic! It's like lemon curd, but with cranberries, and then you make a the crust you make with ginger snaps. It's the best thing ever. Ooh, okay, that yummy. sounds real good. Thank you, Sarah. Um, and let's go to Dan. Dan will have the final word on this. Dan, what is your favorite Thanksgiving side? Oh, it has to be stuffing, but real bread stuffing, not cornbread stuffing, not the crap out of the box. <laughs> you can't even use the dried breadcrumbs. You have to pull the bread out of the loaf, yep. lay it out on the table, yes. let it dry. Don't try to toast it and speed it up. Yum. Yep. Let it dry and make it all all from scratch. Same way with your cranberries, like you were saying earlier. You have to use, just make your own cranberries. Don't use that jelly crap out of the can yeah it sounds amazing truly, like good stuffing is you can't you don't make that any other time of the year well, thanks dan yeah i'm what well, i'm most of the time i'm gonna like leave the stuffing because it's usually not good yeah yes if it's not good but if it's like the yeah. real good, deal sure. oof, yeah with all that sagey goodness mm, just all stuck together mm-hmm. yum when we return uh, i would just like for the record oh, yeah. to uh point out that nobody called to claim the charcuterie tray. Not one because person. Because we all know that is not a real thing nope. in terms of side dish for Thanksgiving. If you know anyone that thinks that is the best Thanksgiving side, I will give you $5. Also, did you see Michigan? I didn't even see this Michigan one. is, look, I would put up with Michigan before I would put up with Minnesota. Agreed. But it is rolls. Yeah. Also, I want to take a visit to Kentucky and Tennessee, where in something called hash brown casserole. Sounds good to me. Yum. I bet there's a cheese element to that. Oh, for sure. Oh. Um, Delaware, though, is a little... Oh, wait, no, that's New Jersey. Sorry, the words are running together. Stuffed mushrooms. Stuffed with what? That's a thing? Okay. Oh, my God. Apparently, Alaska 
and Delaware. No, Alaska, New Jersey loves stuffed mushrooms. What is that? I, I mean, no I know idea. what it is, but I just don't know what it is in Thanksgiving. Yeah. <sighs> when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, um, Kristen Stewart has apparently uh, started hunting. Um, but what she's hunting for <laughs> is the thing that might actually pique your interest. We'll talk about it after this on My Talk 1071. Kristen Stewart is a hunter. Uh, that is the big news today on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. But what, pray tell, is she hunting? Well, okay. I have a update from our good friend Kristen Stewart, who's got a new project in the works. She's actually got several projects in the works, as told by this New Yorker article, How Kristen Stewart Became Her Generation's Most Interesting Movie Star. Hi, Kristen. Um, It's fascinating. If you like Kristen Stewart, you'll read the article and you'll find uh, some interesting conversations about the things going on in her life. But buried deep in this article, you will also find the following. Uh, Let me find the exact quote here. In addition to the chronology of water, a project that she's working on, Stewart is writing a TV series and... This is what caught my eye because I was like, uh, record scratch, what? And Kristen Stewart, star of stage and screen, is developing a gay ghost hunting reality show with a friend, which she has described as a paranormal romp in a queer space with elevated aesthetics. I have so many questions. Do you have answers? Excuse me, please. Uh, I have very little answers, but we have plenty of time to talk this all the way out. So, again, she's working on a gay ghost hunting reality show. I don't know how to ask that. Are they? Is it the? the, It's a safe space. You can ask whatever question you want, and I will not judge you. Even though everybody's listening. Are we focusing on the sexuality of the ghosts here or the people who are doing the hunting? Or I guess is it just these is my question. The space? But how do you how do you That's, these are all I, valid yeah, questions. Okay. Here's what we know. Gay people love pretty things, she said. So we're aiming for a richness. I don't even know what that means. Bradley, can you why Can you, you translate that for us? Gay doesn't well, mean I, don't I speak know. Kristen Stewart. It, it's gay people love pretty things. It's true. So we are aiming for a richness. So the only thing I can imagine is that I I don't know what this is. Like I guess for a gay audience would be my take. Like because while I <laughs> I just want to watch a gay ghost hunting series wherein you know they are actually trying to communicate with charles nelson riley no. i think it's probably <laughs> right are they like getting ouija boards and talking to, to liberace or like, something now i will employ all of the stereotypes that i have worked so hard over my 46 years to move away from because what gay people love pretty things well we all know straight people are Fond for ugly things, mm. fond of ugly things, but mm-hmm. we gays, we love pretty things. Show me your pretty ghosty things. What? I don't, I have no clue what any of this means. Now, if it is like stories about gay ghosts that aren't getting their due, hey, look, I'm all for like, like increasing the stories we tell. 
I'm all here for stories that don't normally get told for giving like a voice a, to the voiceless. But I that is a super niche right there. Yeah, but you know, hey, look, gay gay people didn't get to speak a hundred years ago or be L- heard. We'd like to hear what they have to say. I mean, now is from better, beyond the grave. Better time than any. I mean, the better time would have been when they were alive. I don't think that's what this is. I honestly think this is like gay people hunting for ghosts, and I don't know what that means. Because I, without it sounding like, uh, you know, a caricature of all the worst stereotypes, I don't know what else it could be. Gay people love pretty things, so we're aiming for a richness. And they're focusing on a paranormal romp in a queer space. What does that mean? A paranormal romp? Do you know what that means to me? Sounds like that ghost means- sex. I'm yeah. sorry, doesn't it? Kind of. That means to me, well, I think paranormal romp maybe just means like playing around in a queer space. But what this sounds like to me is that somebody told her, you're really hot right now. Do you have some ideas for things we could green light because we'd like to just hand over some money to you because that's how Hollywood works. Mm-hmm. Like, you're really hot right now. Do you got any ideas? And she's like, oh, yeah, my friend Bev and I thought, like, what about like queer ghost hunting? And she was, and they were like, yeah, I mean, tell us more. And she's like, well, I don't really have more. But and they were like, well, we're going to green light it. A, let's schedule a meeting. Because you're really hot right now. And then now. they'll get some, you know, some of the best writers in Hollywood to come together. At first I thought maybe it was like an actual drama, but no, this is this is a reality show. Can't wait, I guess. Boo! When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, ghost confetti, dumb people doing dumb things, crazy, stupid idiots after this on my talk. One Oh seven one dumb people doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk. One Oh seven one. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley trainer. And uh, we have a name for these dumb people doing dumb things. There are crazy, stupid idiots. Well, then I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. Florida. And sometimes other places like Minnesota. That's here. That's our. That's where we live. Yeah, it says Minneapolis, but I think this is more like uh, Bloomington area, right? Because MSP. Yeah. Uh, this is a local yokel. I want to oh. tell you about. I want to tell you about a 44-year-old Just Minneapolis. Glad we're not going to the Guthrie. Oh, that's a different story. A 44-year-old Minneapolis man that was charged uh, with something at MSP yesterday. And, well, it's bizarre. Maybe you've heard this story, but if you haven't, not only did he do a thing, but then did another thing, then another thing, followed by, whoa, another thing. This all comes to us courtesy of Hennepin County Attorney's Office, which has filed a complaint against a gentleman by the name of Frank Towers. Mm. Investigators say the incident happened actually last Friday morning, but I think we learned about it yesterday. Okay. Towers allegedly told, you know, and things are fraught right now. Things are, you know, people are on edge. They're very sensitive. And uh, I'm not trying to make excuses, but I will say, like, if if something like this started to go down while I was in line for uh, the TSA, I think I might just have to remove myself or 
wear a diaper. Towers allegedly told a TSA employee he was going to kill them. Whoa! I don't know what started this conversation. Okay, that went from like zero to I didn't expect that in right? no time. Oh, and but wait. There's more. Remember I said he did a thing and then did another thing, followed by another thing and then another thing and then, whoa, another thing. Okay, so first he uh, says that he's going to kill a TSA employee's an TSA employee and officers then were like, you better stop and move away from the checkpoints. Mr. Towers did not do that. <sighs> That's when Mr. Towers was tasered with a capital T because that is actually a brand name, much like Kleenex. Oh. He then swung his arms above his head in an attempt to hit an officer. No. Nope. Mm-mm. Uh, nope. Wrong that's answer. Now your third bad move. Yep. Sir. Backup officers had to handcuff Mr. Towers and took him into custody while he continued to fight them. Jeez. But wait, there's more. What happened next? Well, he swung a stanchion line before throwing it at agents. He wait, then took hold his... the phone. Sorry. I'm sorry. Isn't he handcuffed by now? Before he got handcuffed. Oh, okay. All right. He swung a stanchion line post. You know those things oh, where yeah. they uh, create a line, which don't even get me started. Oh. And my kids, when they were younger, they loved to pull the thing out and then let it snap back. Oh, sure, yeah. If I wasn't looking. Probably oh. not good. Anyway, uh, he swung a stanchion line before throwing it at agents and then took his clothes off. What? And then polished his own silverware. No. Stop it. So Mr. Towers uh, polished his silverware in front of everyone, which is what then led to him being tasered and uh, taken into custody. mm. He said, by the way, I think if I remember reading correctly, and let me see if I can find a quote. I don't have to stop. It's a free country. Sir, this is this is a Wendy's. You cannot do that in public. I have a question. Yeah. Not having that particular piece of equipment on my body. Okay. I just, are you, is it in a situation like this where you've thrown a stanchion line, you've gotten angry, you've now disrobed, is that thing just ready to go at any time? I mean, how do you get from... I mean, your all guess is as good as mine. Just because I have a penis doesn't mean I take it out at MSP I and... just polish my silverware wow so bizarre i mean i would say there was something else going on probably yeah they don't say anything about it in the article but i would imagine there was some issues what happened to him uh he was taken into custody i i don't know um you know his particular uh situation but i have to imagine there was a lot going on and it wasn't good. Okay. Alrighty. Where are we going next? Okay. Uh, we are going to the Netherlands. Ooh, fun. Actually, we're going to the Netherlands and South Africa. Okay. I've always wanted to go. So, this there's not really a crazy, stupid idiot in this story. It's just such a bizarre story. And this is the only real place to share such a story. Okay. Um, there was a part of the body we just talked about. Uh that comes up in this story. 
A 47-year-old patient uh, of a hospital in the Netherlands was on vacation in South Africa at a wildlife reserve when he went to the restroom and um, apparently had to have a sit-down moment. And it was when he was having a sit-down moment that he felt something that wasn't quite right. Okay. And then... Apparently, he felt a burning pain, which spread from his genitals up to his abdomen and then into his chest. Okay, that's not good. What happened? Well, it turned out that there was a snouted cobra, which is a very venomous snake, in the toilet bowl. Oh, no. Did he get bit by a snake? In the... Grotal area. Oh, ow. I know. Ow. And uh, he had to wait. Then. Now, this is the part that, like, this. here's the nightmare. I mean, that in and of itself is a nightmare. Okay. But he had to wait for a period of time because he was in this uh, wildlife reserve. Oh, well, I'm sure it took time to get to help. Three hours oh, for God. a helicopter to fly him to the nearest trauma center. Oh, my God. That's terrifying. He had um, a... Did he Very survive? specific. Oh, yes. Okay, good. In fact, I would just like to celebrate the doctors that were able to put everything, put Humpty Dumpty back together again, I guess I will say, because he, what he had was the most severe type of necrosis of the area oh. that they had ever seen. God, and they were horrible. able to get everything back into order. Oh, good. Yes. And this all happened about a year ago. Well, stay um, out of snake territory. Yeah. The key to this is if you're in a place where snakes are abundant, flush the toilet before you sit down. There you go. I mean, that seems like, or just make sure there's not a snake in there. Well, you, you don't necessarily see them. And so if you flush first, it drives them further down Okay, into good, the pipes. Good. They get like a slip and slide experience. Oh. Exactly. So they're they're forced for back down. Okay, good. Yeah. But um because Ooh, they might be like terrifying. hiding in the yeah. I don't I'm sorry that's if nasty. I just made everybody afraid to go to the bathroom. That's but, nasty. but we don't have snakes no, the good here. News is we don't have cobras we're here good. in Minnesota. I think we're good. Just this one. Um just this team cobra. Yeah. That's it. Um, we don't bite. Okay. That was where again? That was in uh South Africa and the Netherlands. Okay, uh, now we're going to go to our favorite state. It's Florida! Florida! And I'm going to tell you about a lady who was pulled over early yesterday um, for some erratic driving. And it's why she was pulled over that earned her crazy, stupid idiot status, which we'll get to, but um, you know, the act of getting pulled over for being distracted, not uncommon. In fact, uh, more people should pay more attention to what's on the road and not going on inside the vehicle, right? Um, But because this is crazy, stupid idiots, it's why she was driving erratically, or at least why she told authorities um, she was driving erratically that earned her crazy, stupid idiot status. Okay. Would you like to guess? Yeah. She told officers that she was driving erratically because she had to go to the bathroom. Oh, have you ever had that happen? No, but that's so legit. I feel oof. like that's a legitimate concern. Yeah, that'll make you put the pedal to the metal. I know, right? It's oof, not a good situation. Okay, so that's not no. it. Okay. Um because oh, I know. Her she found out her spouse was cheating on her and she wanted to get home. No, nothing that serious. In fact, this all goes back to so apparently around 2 
a.m. on Sunday, police con- uh, conducted a traffic stop uh, after the vehicle she was driving was spotted drifting between lanes. Uh, apparently, the traffic stop was done to check the well-being of the driver for sick injured or impaired individuals. I don't know what that means other than I think they had a reason to stop her Yeah, um, for driving erratically. And, oh, look at this. Her speech was slurred and mumbled. But oh. when they asked her about her erratic driving pattern, she said, well, it's actually because I was eating an egg roll. And they said, excuse me, ma'am? That's because I was eating an egg roll. So she claims that she was driving erratically because it, it must have been a big egg roll. Yeah, no kidding. I could see a burrito doing that. Well, if you got the burrito on your lap. Right? Yeah, like, because sure. those things squirt every which way. I know. Yeah, really floppy sometimes. But too. I, too, yeah, feel like an egg roll contains itself pretty well. well so that could I feel like have... an egg roll you can handle with one arm. Yeah. You know, I feel like a burrito is a two-fisted experience. Yeah. Oh, yum, egg roll. So are we? Do we think it was just that she was drunk? That uh, she was well, driving? there was a straw with a white powdery residue oh. on the inside near some pills that were also found in her vehicle. Okay. None of them had egg roll bits on them, though. That is safe to Weird. say. Nor did they have that sauce with the like things inside. And I think they call it duck sauce, but I'm not sure why. Yeah, that's a good question. I've always thought that about duck sauce. And then there's another one. Is it like the fish sauce? Is it made from fish? Oh, yeah. Fish sauce. Is it really? Well, it's anchovies. It does yeah, smell. So it's fish. Yeah. I do like fish sauce. Salty. Very umami forward. When we return on the umami forward Colleen and Bradley show, we are going to play a little game.